the Gemara today presented various mathematical equations. One of them being how to reckon the diagonal. So Gemara tells us the Allah sign of a ribua is meant to be reckoned using the following formula. Amsa utrei chumshi. One and two-fifths. So 1.4. 1.4 of the straight angle alongside that that squared. Now Tesis points out that in reality, it's not exact. It's not one or two fifths. It's a bit more. And Tesis goes on to prove it using a diagram, which proves that really the alachsa, diagonal of a square, is a bit more than 1.4. So the question is what do we do with the halacha? We know that really the alachsa is a bit more than one or two fifths. So we measure things for various halachis. Do we look to be more accurate or do we follow the 1.4 formula presented in the Gemara? Some Farshim say, yeah, you have to be machmer. And in fact, that's why Rabbi Yechon was machmer. The Gemara tells us that although reality, Sukkot does not need to be so large as presented by Rabbi Yechon, but he was loy duck or lochur loy duck. And perhaps it's based on this concept that these formulas, whether the Alachsim presented in the Gemara, or whether the um, circumference di- di- um, diameter ratio presented early in the Gemara isn't really uh, exactly as mentioned. It's a bit off. Therefore, B'yeichanan presented it a bit L'chumra to cover for this discrepancy as well. And uh, some explain that Chazal were just trying to be clear. As the Gemara says, he meant to you know, teach Torah in a concise, clear fashion, and therefore the Chachamim chose uh, to use these terms. Uh, the uh, circumference is three times diameter, even though it's not it's not accurate. You know that's the uh, that's the pi equation, which just goes on and on and on. And the same thing regarding the diagonal, even though it's actually a bit more. But Chacham stated briefly there but in reality, you might be machmer when it comes to halachis. Some disagree. Some say, there's no need to be machmer. This is the Shir Atera. Although in reality, we happen to know, it's proven, that it isn't exactly as is. Still, when it comes to Dine Torah, this is the halacha. It's close enough, and the Torah mandated uh, the use of these formulas. Perhaps this is the Mesorah, perhaps this is included in the halacha of Moshe Messina, you have the Shurin and the Mechitin. They meant to follow these formulas. As the Rambam, interesting, Rambam Pirsha Mishnah in, in Erevin says like this, Afigimam of Beis. The Mishnah speaks about the, the ratio of, of the circle, the circumference to its diameter. And that's actually the the um, the quote that we have down here on the Avzanim of Beis. Kol We're speaking about the kaira used by the Mavi. The Mishnah tells us, let's say it's a round uh, telephone pole. How do we know that it's a tefach wide? Take a look at the circumference. If it's three, then you know the diameter is a tefach. Over there, the Rambam says that isn't really exact. It says Rambam, Yesh das. You meant to know ki yichus hagula It's really an unknown. The ratio of diameter to circumference is really an unknown. There's no way of really determining with definity, with 
alternativeness, what exactly the ratio is. The chesorin zuha soga eina mitano. Listen to this. It's not on account of our uh, deficiency. Kemachsheves hakas anikur galim. Aval hu betivi zehadavar biliyodua veim b'mitziusay sheyusak. It's impossible. It's just an unknown. It's an inherently unknown. Aval yodea zebekorov. He says, but you can figure at least uh, approximately. You can get you can get close to the to the real number, but it's never going to be right on. And he goes into Ariches, but he concludes with the words like this: "V'amru." But the Chazal do tell us, "Kol sheyesh be'kefa gimotvachem, yesh be'rechav tefach." That when the hekev is three, the rechav is one. V'samchu al zeh b'mashahutzruchu elav min hamadida batayra. When it comes to Medida, you have terror measurements, we follow this formula. It seems clear from the Ramam that although it's really inaccurate, it's inherently an unknown, nobody can figure it out. The uh, pi formula just goes on and on and on and on. Nevertheless, when it comes to Dine Torah, it doesn't explain, but perhaps it's it's based on the Lachlamesh Messinai, we're meant to follow this formula and follow it as if it's reality. So when it comes to Lachas there's no reason to deviate. This is the formula, this is the halacha, and this is the halacha. This is the way we follow when it comes to Shi'ur halacha. The Igris Moshe also follows along this, this uh, mahalach. He says there's no reason to be machmer. And he brings a raya from the Shulchan Aruch, Arachayim, Simon Lamed Beis, Sif Lamed Tess regarding Tfilin, which are meant to be square. It says the Shulchan Aruch, how are you going to measure the squareness of the Tfilin? Very simple. Use the Alachsin formula. Take a look at your tefillin and measure the diagonals going across the X. And if it works, if it uh, corresponds to the right angles on the side, then you know your tefillin are square. Right? So if you know the alachsins are, are, uh, are corresponding to each other, that one or two fifths of the right angle, what's meant to be the right angle on the sides, then you know your tefillin is a square. Says Ramesha Feinstein, apparently. There's no reason, no reason to deviate, to be machmer. We follow the Alachsen formula, and we assume it to be one or two fifths, even though, as Jesus points out, it's meant to really be a bit more. But he says when it comes to halacha, that's what determines the halacha. This is in Igris Moshe, Chelk, Beis, Yeridea, Simon, Kuf, That's one thing. Now, as we turn the page, we see many, many cases of, of sukkahs, which are non-conventional sukkahs. You have, for instance, sukkahs noshim, a sukkah which is intended for uh, the dear of an isha. That's mashma from the Gemara. Who did the? Uh, who built the sukkah? Who put the schachan? It would seem that the isha did it as well. There's no differentiation in the Gemara. It would seem that even the isha can make the sukkah. So interestingly enough, by tzitzis, we have machlekes rishonim whether or not an isha can make your tzitzis. Some say, yeah, even Isha is kosher. In fact, Agoyz Maimonides brings that Rabbeinu Yehuda asked his wife to make his tzitzis for him. Whereas the Maharam and the, the Rabbeinu Tam learn, no, tzitzis needs to be made by an Ish. An Isha is puzzle for tzitzis. Why? So two reasons are provided. The Maharam learns, the Pazak says, Dabra Abnei Yisrael v'asav, aslam tzitzis. That tzitzis is meant to be made by the uh, by Bnei Yisrael, by by the Ish, not by the Ish. Whereas Rabbi Natan learns, it's not specifically a, a tzitzis restriction. 
He says, somebody who's not chayiv in that mitzvah cannot prepare the mitzvah. An isha who's not chayiv in tzitzis, because it's a mitzvah that says grumma, then she can't make tzitzis as well. So get it back to the sukkah. It seems from the Gemara, even isha can make your schach. So according to the Maram, it's good. He learned the psul of isha by tzitzis is tzitzis based, because the Pasuk says, B'nei Yisrael va'asu. That only applies to tzitzis, but sukkah can be made by an isha. But according to Rabbi Tam, the reason why an isha is possible for tzitzis is because she's not a barachiyuvo. Then why she, why can't she make a sukkah? She's not chayiv in sukkah. It's also mitzvah seishas magrum. As Rabbi finds in Igros Moshe, perhaps it could be mechalik between tzitzis, where the asiya of that tzitzis is really part of the mitzvah. Or to see Bezos Shem tomorrow in the Gemara, the asiya of tzitzis needs to be lishma. Because the preparation of that tzitzis is part and parcel of the of the you, you, you creating a chevishal mitzvah. It's part of the mitzvah. The doing is part of the mitzvah as well. It needs to be lishma. You're accomplishing. You're, you're creating a chevishal mitzvah, and therefore the Gemara says you need to have that intent, that that kavana, while you're actually doing the tzitzis. And there says Ramosha, perhaps an isha is possible because she's not one that can fulfill the mitzvah. How can you go ahead and? Fashion, a tzitzis l'shem tzitzis. If you're not really relevant to that mitzvah, Mashiach in my sukkah says Ramosha, the the sukkah doesn't have to be l'shma. At least according to Beis Hillel, it needs to present like a sukkah has to be l'shem tzel. The Gemara says has to appear like a shade creator, something created for for shelter. Fine, but it's not that it needs to be done l'shma. You're not creating a chevet mitzvah. So even if you have a shack sitting by the roadside, you just go in there and use it, l'shem mitzvah, and use it for your mitzvah, mitzvah sukkah. And since the asiya is not a mitzvah, says Ramayisha, in this case, even Rabbi Natan would agree that an isha, who's not a bar chayuva, can go ahead and build your sukkah. Hal says some people are makbid, that only an ish should do the, uh, the, the, the schach. And certainly, and certainly not to have the, the gaidud, the chedah says, the chadchili meant to have a, a yid do the schach, but the truth is that in the, in the shuls, in Europe already, they were annoying to have a big job, that even the goyim, the, uh, the, uh, the workers would go ahead and build the sukkahs. That seems to be the minig that was prevalent throughout uh, throughout Europe. And uh, in fact, uh, here as well, in the Nicole Toronto, the uh, huge sukkah is, is built every year by the uh, by the handyman. So the goy actually does the, the schach, but at least for for domestic use, your own private sukkah, it is an Indian to have the, the ish do it, and certainly to have Yisrael do it rather than a guy.